Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to this morning's 31 Days of Wisdom. I am Apostle Rose White. I am here along with our Bishop, Bishop Abrams, and our entire Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family this morning. We wish to welcome all of our guests on this morning's call, and thank you um, that you thought it not robbery to get up early in the morning, command your morning, giving God the first fruit of your day. There is nothing greater than starting off your day in the Word of God through the power also of prayer and connecting with other believers in Jesus Christ. And so we do thank God for all of you on today. Today being uh, day 20, Hallelujah, we're getting through this month, and it's just wonderful. It was indeed a joy even hearing the saints of God, even speaking before we came on this particular call. And so we're going to do what God has called us to do on today, and our reading is going to be coming from uh, Proverbs chapter 20. I pray that you all have gotten your Bible, you got your pad, you got your pen, always coming, ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us through his word. I want to challenge every person that you need to get in your Bible. You need to get the word and always have it ready, amen, at all times. That's a student of the word, and that's an individual who is in love with Jesus, and he's in love with the word of God. And so we do challenge you to do that. We also want to quickly um, ask that everyone that is not speaking, if you are not reading or praying um, on this morning, we want to be able to make sure the line is clear. So we do ask that you all, if you know that you're in a place where there's noise, there's talking, children getting ready for school, or you're preparing, our family members preparing for work, we do ask that you mute your lines. You press star six or the mute button on your phone so that there are no distractions. We want to be able to hear clearly. Amen? And so this morning, our reading of Proverbs chapter 20 is going to be coming from Sister Banks. But after the prayer, she will be coming forth. And I'm going to ask um, Minister Carla if she would open us up this morning in prayer. And then after the prayer, the next voice that you will hear will be that of Sister Banks. Amen. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you thanking you, God, for another day. We thank you for waking us up, closing our right mind. We thank you for starting us on our way, Father. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for deeming us worthy on today, Lord God. We thank you for because, God, you are a sovereign God. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love and kindnesses. We exalt you this morning, Father God. We thank you for being able to give our first fruit of the morning unto you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come before you, Lord God, asking you to forgive us, Father God. Forgive us of our sins, God. Forgive us of our transgressions. Forgive us of our iniquities on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you remove all distractions this morning. I ask that you remove all hindrances, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said that you will go before us and make every crooked way straight. Father, we just want to thank you for coming before us this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you give us a teachable and a coachable spirit on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you open our hearts and our minds, Father God, to hear your word, Father God, and to receive this fresh manner on this morning, Father God. We thank you, Father God. Lord, I ask that you touch each and every heart and mind on this line this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, to stay focused upon you, Father God. I lift up each and every vessel that's coming forth this morning. Lord, I ask that you strengthen them, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as they bring forth the word, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Lord, I ask that you just continue to bless us this morning, Father God. We're, we're here, Lord God. We're waiting for your word this morning. And I just want to thank you, Father God, in Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 20, coming from the New King James Version. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. The wrath of a king is like the roaring of a lion. Whoever provokes him to anger sins against his own life. It is honorable for a man to stop striving. It is honorable for man, since any fool can start a quarrel. The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. Counsel in the heart of a man of man is like deep water but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. A king who sits on the throne of judgment scatters all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Diverse weights and diverse measures, they are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Even a child is known by his deeds, whether what he does is pure and right. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Do not love sleep, lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes, and you will be satisfied with bread. It is good for nothing, cries the buyer. But when he has gone his way, then he boasts. There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Take the garment of one who is surety for a stranger and hold it as a pledge when it is for a seductress. Bread gained by deceit is sweet to a man, but afterward his mouth will be filled with gravel. Plans are established by counsel, by wise counsel wage war. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secret. Therefore, do not associate with one who flatters with his lips. Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lap will be put out in deep darkness. An inheritance gained hastily at the beginning will not be blessed at the end. Do not say, I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord, and he will save you. Diverse weights are an abomination to the Lord, and dishonest skills are not good. As man's steps are of the Lord, how then can a man understand his own way? It is a snare for a man to devote rashly something as holy, and afterward to reconsider his vows. A wise king sifts out the wicked and brings the threshing wheel over them. The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. Mercy and truth preserve the king, and by loving kindness he upholds his throne. The glory of young men is their strength and the splendor of all men is their gray hair. Blows that hurt cleanse away evil, as do stripes the inner depths of the heart. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. Thank you so much, 
um, Sister Banks for reading our scripture. Thank you, Minister Carla, um, for opening us up in prayer on this morning. Well, we want to go through um, just briefly, just for a few moments, this particular proverb. If we will really heed the words that Proverbs is saying to us each and every morning, I'm telling you there is so much that we can go by and grow by um, because it's a lot of word. It's a lot of message. And uh, it's for some of us, and for, especially if, if we have chosen to do things our way rather than the word of God, um, we will find it very harsh. And we will find it, well, you know, that doesn't apply to me. Um, you know, it, that applies to everyone else. But we've got to learn to have an open heart. We've got to have a teachable spirit. We've got to remain coachable because we are to eat the entire word of God from Genesis to Revelation because it applies to us. It gives us word um, for daily living. It is indeed our morning manna. You know, today it's the food that we sup on and that we sip on, you know, that's going to help us to live from day to day. And so when we look at this particular chapter, it's even talking about, you know, wine. It's talking about strong drink, um, you know. And here is where it's talking about people that are led astray. You know, they are actually uh, have been caught up uh, into where it becomes almost like an addiction. Um, it's things that overwhelms you and it overtakes you, and you take no thought about what you are to do later. It's only what you can do right now, and it's, it's affecting you. And so when it talks about wine being a marker, you know, here is when you look at the word mark, it means to attack. You know, it can treat with ridicule. So, you know, that, that little simple thing can end up becoming a marker. It will attack you, you know. And, and when you go overboard and you are not um, using wisdom, it will literally attack you. And then when, you, when he talks about the strong drink, well, you know, we didn't go from a little Chablis you know, we didn't now gone into some absolute. We didn't gone and got us some gin and some, you know, some scotch. And when we talk, and when it looks at talking about that strong drink as a brawler, you know, brawler. When I began to to look at this particular word, um, it actually says that it's to make a bubbling, you know, a roaring noise. The Urban Dictionary says, you know, you become a fighter. One who depends on ferocity means you're just tough, you're rough, you're mean. Uh, you've got that attitude, I'm going I'm to fight and I'm going to win this fight. And then Miriam Webster actually talked about the brawler, says one who fights, one who argues. You know, you ever met folk when they drink, they didn't drink too much, and that's what they want to do. They just want to cut up. They want to argue. They want to bicker. And, and Miriam goes on to say that this brawler uh, is, a, is a disputer. He's a debater. She's a fighter. She's a quarreler. And if anybody have ever had family members or friends that drank, and, you know, uh, I did, I, we did because we had a family of drinkers, and, uh, and a lot of times some of them will be sitting in the corner quiet, but you had them others that uh, they didn't go on into brawling where they're just looking at something to fight about. So we have to guard ourselves wisely. You know, when you, you know, there are things in life that we see that, that we know that's not edifying. It does not build up the body of Christ. We've got to guard ourselves and not be caught up in the midst of it. You see, even when it goes on talking about even the wrath of the king. So for you and I, we can't be led astray by anything because it's not wise. Find a way of, of getting out of stuff, getting away from stuff, because the things that we find ourselves indulging in, it can come, not only will it embarrass you later, it, it can humiliate you. You know, you be completely humiliated. That little, that little thing that we thought was something that was simple, it becomes something that's totally destructive. It will destroy your good name. And then we'll end up having to deal, you know, with that taskmaster. You know, when we do things that is, it is not right, you come into work because why? You have become that brawler by night and you got to go to work by day. And so here now, that one that's in that leadership role, uh, you know, they tick off. And one thing that we should never do is you never make people that are in any place or position uh, to become angry. That is just not, that's not a good thing. See, one that's in that top position, 
one who is a leader, you know, one that is a, a, a person, a man or woman that's put in charge, when they become angry, they are a piece of work. They are just a force to be reckoned with. So, you know, they become, as we see here, a, a, a wrath, a person of wrath. They become total terror. They're not nice to be around. So if for some reason, you know, it's because of something that, that we've done that caused these people to go off, guess what? You know, the Bible says here when they're provoked, you know, to anger, this sins against uh, their own soul, that person that caused them to become angry. If I cause a leader to become angry, I brought trouble upon myself. No one else did that I did it because I provoked them to anger. So here we've got to strive to stay away from issues. You and I need to purpose in our heart that we need to get out of problems and circumstances, if at all possible, that are not good. And if you are involved, or if you are ever placed in a position that may be awkward, think logically. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give guidance and wisdom. Know that, you know, we can't afford to be around stupid people. We can't be around foolish people because we know here it says the fool can start a quarrel. They love to start up mess. They love people that they can drag into mess. You know, so we have to make sure that we stay out of the way of these kind of people that love to keep stuff stirred up. They love confusion. And and troublemakers love company. And we begin to even look down and begin to see, even in verses 4 to 7, um, right now as I was looking at this this morning, you know, I was having some issues with my with my uh, script with my um, system, and, uh, and I wanted to pull up. Okay, someone oh, has their line muted, and I need you and to mute your line. Amen. I need everyone to mute their line. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. And so, when I got ready to go in. Excuse, is everyone, I need everyone's line muted because I'm hearing some background noise. Thank you. So this morning as I began to look at, especially for those of us that live here on the East Coast, you know, it's winter season for us here. Um, and we're going through lots of different things, and there is some snow and ice that we may be dealing with here just in a, in a few days, and probably starting today or in the morning. But just because... Um, we live in a place where there's inclement weather or you're residing in a place where there can be weather issues. It does not mean that we are to shut down and do nothing. We still have to work. We still got to survive. What we don't do to take care of the basic necessities of life, we will find ourselves like this man in verse 4 who was lazy, and you know our scriptures have been talking about lazy people. We'll find ourselves out there begging, you know. We'll be out there begging, begging. It just says here, begging, doing harvest, and having nothing. We've got to, again, be like when we first started out talking about the little ant who was always diligent to go out and to collect and to do while things were good so that when things get bad, then you're ready for it. When we have gone out, I heard Sister Baker and Brother Thomas talking earlier, you know, how she's getting ready to go out this morning. He went out on yesterday preparing themselves uh, for if anything should happen, you've got everything that you need right on hand, you see. But if he chooses or, or she chooses to plan wisely, this is the thing. We're learning how to plan wisely. Even in life, when we learn how to plan and we go forth and we get even godly wisdom and advice from those who are knowledgeable, guess what? It does us good. We profit from it. Even inside, we profit on the inside knowing that we've gotten the right information. We've gotten right instruction. Brother Thomas has gotten right instruction about this upcoming weather. And so what does he do? He shares with others that may not necessarily be listening to the news. Yet others are getting the advice that they need so that they can sustain themselves. 
make him continue. If we surround ourselves with people of greater understanding than ourselves, one thing I have to say, never deal with people that don't know any more than you know. Find yourself being surrounded by people that are much higher than you, that have greater knowledge than you. See, we tend to want to just stay with those that's on our level. You know, and many people that are abusers deal with people, not people that are even on their level. They deal with people that's below them, people that are naive. They don't know anything. But when we are around people of greater understanding, I want you all to be encouraged that others can see the greatness on the inside of you. They can even call a drawing out of what's on the inside of you. As a leader, it is my responsibility. It is our responsibility. It is Bishop's responsibility. If you're any form of a pastor or a great leader, you are to see the good that's on the inside of another and cause a birthing to take place, to cause men and women to walk out in the things in which God has called them to walk. Walk because that's our purpose in life. That's what we do. And so that's the reason why I say for every person that is listening, make sure that you're constantly surrounded by people of some form of understanding, knowing that you know that God has placed something on the inside of you, but you don't know how to get it out. Find someone that is going to be there to see what God has placed on the inside and call the great birthing out so that there is no struggle. Things that you may not have understood, God will send people of wisdom that will understand it clearly. God has men and women who are faithful, and you can truly trust them. Sure, we know that there's a lot of scammers and there's a lot of people out here feeding on other people. But God truly has those that are honest, those that are true, those that really do have a pure heart. They may be few and far between, but they exist. Beware of the, the, the person, that man or that woman who proclaims, who have let, set themselves up, you know, that they are this, that they are that. A lot of times the one that is that is the one that's quiet, the one that you don't really hear from much, the one that sometimes in the back, they're not always out in the open. These are the ones that God uses that he does great things through where his goodness, you know, is reflected and revealed. Walk in the will of God according to the word. Stay in the word. Here is a time we can't afford to get out of the word. When we do this, not only will we really be happy, you see, because it says meditate on the word day and night, but then I'll make your way prosperous. Then you'll be, you'll have good success. You'll be happy. You know, we walk, let's walk this year and purpose in our heart that we're going to walk under open heaven where the windows, the floodgates are open to bless us because we've chosen to do the right thing. You, you want to know a reason why we want to do this is because especially for those of you that have children, whether they're young or old, my son is 38, but my son still watches me. He still listens to the words that I have to say, and he's observing whether he says it or not. Many of you may not have natural children, but you've got a host of spiritual children, young men and women that are watching your life. They watch us. We set an example. We are to help to be a guide for them so that even when we're going off the scene, they'll follow after the right things in which we chose to do, the right life that we've chosen to live. And then when we look down at verses 8 through 14, these are so wonderful. Again, everything is about using wisdom in this time and in this season. Don't let people fool you. I'm telling you, we got lots of tricksters. We got people, lots of people that are wearing masks. And those masks are some they are a falseness. They are revealing one thing, but their hearts are something else. I've been saying for a long time, and for any that have been in any of my especially spiritual warfare classes and trainings, know that I constantly pray, God sharpen our spiritual senses. 
Our senses have got to be sharpened like never before. The spirit of discernment has got to be kicked up a notch, not being suspicious but walking in the true spiritual discernment of the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes so that you can see anything and everything. The Bible says that we have all sin also and we come short of the glory of God. So, you know, no one in his right mind, according to this particular scripture, you know, you, you, got, to, you got to be lost when you say I'm pure from my sin. We strive daily for, for perfection. And we've got to thank God every single day that when we wake up and he's allowed us to see a new day, glory to God, we wake up to new mercies. New mercies every day. Because that's not a day go by, ain't something that we might have said wrong or did wrong, a way that we acted that was unseemly. How we looked at somebody was not right. And for those of you who are business owners here that is listening to the sound of my voice, be honest in all of your business dealings. In all of your business transactions, be honest. Walk in integrity. Doesn't matter what everybody else is doing, you do it God's way. As I shared earlier this week or last week, be just, don't cheat. When we do, this is offensive to the Lord and it's not nice in God's eyes. And we want everything that we do to reflect that of the Lord so that we can hear and say, well done. There are children. There are young people. We even got some old people, let me just say. People are watching you and I. They're watching everything that we do from the church house to our house. From every place that we go, whether it's from the bank situation or whether it's in schools, no matter where we are, people are watching us. There are kids and individuals who are observing. Just like when we see children out there, kids out there, we know those that are good because they are known by their acts, by their conduct, by their behavior. It's the same for us. What are we known by? How are we known? When we leave this earth, how will people remember us? No matter what you and I do in life, always remember that you may think or I may think, well, ain't nobody see me do that. But it don't matter about others. God is all seeing. He's all hearing. And he's all knowing. Again, even the scripture talks about, you know, don't love sleep. Lest you come to poverty in verse 13. We can't afford to sit around and sleep all day and all night. I still see it all the time. But when we do, it will cause us to go bankrupt. We'll lose everything because why? We chose to just sit around and sleep all day. There are many people who don't have because they're sleeping folks. We've got to open up our eyes and see what's in front of us, what's beside us. Go to work. Be active in things that are positive and productive. I'm always saying God is productive. You know, God is constantly moving. And so you and I that say that we have the Lord on the inside of us, we possess the mind of Christ, therefore we've got to be productive. We've got to be positively moving. And as we move, God is moving on our behalf, and he's taking care of all of our needs, providing for us according to his riches and glory. The man who don't work, though, don't eat. That's what the word says. Won't work, don't eat. If we want to eat of the goodness of God, we've got to do the work of the ministry. Well, I want to thank the Lord for as I saw even with our sister Baker, whose husband came yesterday and, and put up a chair, you know, put that chair together for us in the office. See, we tend to think the work of the ministry is standing behind a pulpit or a podium preaching. He was doing the work of the ministry, putting together the resources that are necessary just to even work within the office. That's the work of the ministry. See, we got some stuff twisted. If you want to have natural food in your natural house, then we got to go to work. We got to be found doing what it takes and living our life on purpose and with passion. 
That's what God keeps saying. He started saying that real strong to me without the last part of last year. Live life on purpose. Live life with passion. And then as we look down at verses 15 to 22, you know, we are, want to be filled with wisdom. That's why we come together every morning, so that we can grow in the word of God collectively together as a body of Jesus Christ. Our desire is to grow in knowledge and to gain understanding of what the word is saying to us for our daily living. How are we to conduct our lives? When we are filled with the word of God in total, we become like what it tells us here, you know, like the abundance of all the precious jewels, like the gold and the pearls. As a matter of fact, when you are filled with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, oh, my goodness, you possess more than the, the gold. Hallelujah. Within you are great treasures. You are greater than the pearls that are out there when you walk in the knowledge of God. And then, of course, it goes on to reiterate and remind us of what we have been talking about this month, dealing with co-signers. See, the Bible is something. It tells us everything that we need to know in life to protect our life. And so don't go out there co-signing for nobody. Because guess what? When that debtor chooses and says, I'm skipping town, I'm skipping the country, I don't know you, after La Vista, guess what? You're held accountable and responsible. So beware of doing such things. Be mindful of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Make sure that the leading of the Lord has called you to do certain things. Because when we just go out here and we do certain things and we co-sign and become guaranteed for someone, we may find ourselves, even as this scripture is talking about, we'll be facing some harsh things. We may find yourself losing your home losing your car, any of your possessions in life. I know it's hard because many of us at some point in time in our life, in our past, you know, we've actually done that. We've experienced those things. Some of us have had to ask others to co-sign for us. And then when it all hits the fan and we lose the job or we lose the income, you know, we feel bad and then we don't even as much as go and apologize, you know, because we could not. Uh, go and do what we said we would do. Be honest at all times. Do the right thing. Beware before you co-sign. And then verse 17, you know, we need to make sure that everything that, that we gain in life that is gained rightfully, honestly, because anything that we gain and is dishonest is evil. It appears to be, you know, okay, everything is all right, hunky-dory at first, but then, you know, later on, we're no longer on top of the world. We become beneath the earth. It becomes miserable. It becomes an agony. And that's the way sin is. Sin seems so sweet. It's so nice. But something the Lord gave me a few moments before we started our broadcast tonight, this morning, you know, he talked about the consequences of the three days. Those consequences of sin, it's 3D, doom, death, and destruction. That's what sin will call doom and gloom, much destruction in our lives, our personal lives, and our, in our families' lives, because it don't, sin don't just affect us, but it affects everything around us and every person that's involved with us. And eventually, it'll end up in death. Death naturally, death spiritually, and death naturally. Plan wisely, having others to discuss your plans with, don't, and don't be a gossiper. We've been talking about that, oh, my goodness, people that love to gossip. Got them itching ears, just want to hear some stuff. Beware of those mm. that call themselves going to come and talk to you about somebody or something. I'm telling you, better run. Because a person that is quick to talk about somebody else, they'll be quick to talk about you. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And don't talk about other folks' business. That's none of your business, none of my business. My thing is I've lost a lot of friends over the years, and I've told them, don't call my number. I'm not a trash can. Don't dump trash off on me. We've got to be bold enough, have enough of the holy boldness on the inside to stand what is, for what is right. And don't get caught up hanging out with these kind of folks. 
unless you want to have your name attached to the mess that they're part of. Come on now. Children, for us, be good. Do good by your parents, whether they're your natural parents, and God has sent many of us spiritual parents. Do good by them. Walk in the mm-hmm. wisdom of God and the wisdom that God has placed in these individuals. Be known as not walking in darkness, but in the light of God's word. It's so important. You know, we read about in the tabloids and we hear about even on the TV and the news. As we look at these scriptures, there have been many people who have killed their parents thinking that there was going to be some kind of inheritance for them. We see this all the time. But anything that we gain that's wrong, or even if we gain it too soon out of greed, mm-hmm. it, will, it will not be a blessing to us in the end. It will end up being a curse. Mm-hmm. And then when it, when it comes, we can never repay evil. Even when people do us wrong, people mistreat us, you know, we can't repay evil. Wait on the Lord. My thing that I said on last week, God will fight your battle. He knows what needs to be done. All we need to do is trust him and rest in him. Let him know, God, this is your stuff. You handle it. This is what's going on. You see what needs to be done. You handle it because when you put your hands in it, then you take God out of it, and he won't get the glory for it. Know that in the end, you win. Hallelujah. Because your steps have been ordered by the Lord. The steps of a righteous man, the steps of a righteous woman is ordered by the Lord so you don't have to fight nothing. Let people say what they want to say. Let people do what they want to do. They might turn you down, but God's going to lift you up. Mm-hmm. And then as we close out this morning, verses 25 to 30, hallelujah, my soul is set on fire today. This proverb is tight, but it's right. We got to live accordingly. Never make a vow that you know that you can't keep. Never make a promise that you know you're not even intending to keep. Be a people that you will keep your word. Walk in integrity. Be a good man. Walk right as a good woman. We are in the body of Christ. Even the Bible tells us as leaders to know those who labor among you. And it's sometimes time that you got to do clean up. There are times, you know, in the springtime, we call it some spring cleaning. There are times when we got to do some house cleaning. Some things we need to get rid of. There are times there are people that are in our circle that come to be in the midst to, to bring forth trouble. You need to refuse such a people. Don't allow certain ones to be in your circle of influence because you know they mean you evil and not good. Begin to ask the Lord, even with the sharpening of your senses, understand the hearts of men. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal truth. Be faithful to God. Be faithful to stay in his word day and night. And then allow your lifestyle that godly conduct, allow it to become the thing that will protect you. Leaders, leaders on this call this morning, I don't know, the Lord keeps saying, walk in truth, have mercy, remain loyal to the Lord, stay faithful to the task that God has assigned you to in this season. When you remain loyal to the task, to the call, to the purpose, to the mission, it will call you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then those who are young, we see young people, they're so full of strength. We say, oh, I remember the day when I can do all that. Because young people, that's what they represent, strength. But then when we see those who are aged, you know, I love being around old people. I really do. A lot of people don't. They they just they have a problem and an issue with being around old folks, but I do. Why? Because older men here that they're known by their gray head. When we see those that are aged and mature, 
They represent wisdom. No, they may not have the, the, the PDs, the PhDs, the MDs, DDs, and all them other Ds that they got behind their name, but because of their life experiences, they represent yeah. wisdom. They represent knowledge. There are still stuff they've gone through that we have not gone through, and they still have a story to tell that will help us to walk in that wisdom. And as we close out this morning, you know, even as I look at verse 30, I saw this in a whole different way. It says, blows that hurt cleanse away evil as do stripes the inner depth of the heart. What I saw when I read this verse was as a parent. You know, back in the day, you know, parents didn't play. Oh, that's a rhyme. <laughs> you know, they, they believed in chastening. They they would whip you, and they would be some blows that, oh, they weren't nice. You know, even people that are in prison today that are behind the gun, behind the bars, you know, they are blows that one receives. But when we receive those blows, that that's on the inside that made us not like we should have been will cause us to walk right. It'll cleanse away all of that craziness that was in our hearts and in our minds that would cause us to do wrong. Children that grew up in homes, for us that grew up in homes where we had parents that would whip us. I mean whip us. It wasn't no time out standing in the corner for the next hour. Those blows came and they, they hurt. But they helped us to be who we are today. It caused us to wake up and smell the coffee. People that have gone in prison and had to take the 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 the, the blows from those hard taskmasters that was in that prison. When they came out, many of them that walked it with some common sense and just knew, and God had purposes for their life, they came out and was better for it. Mm-hmm. And those stripes, says the inner depth, the heart. God will cause us if we just learn from the chastening, not to to refuse or to reject, but let it cause us to reflect on who we are, to think about what we're doing so that we don't make any further mistakes, so that we can come out from the foolishness so that we can walk out the purpose that God has for our life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I feel like running because there's someone on this line on today, someone that is listening. God is saying, I'm taking you out because I'm bringing you in. I'm taking you out of circumstances. I'm taking you out of situations. I'm about to bring you into a great place. If we receive the word of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, I want you to know there's a greatness that's about to come about you that are listening on today. Great wisdom will cause you to stand among great people. That that God has on the inside of you is coming forth. It's coming out. Hallelujah. If somebody got a praise on the inside, you need to open up, unmute your lines. You need to give God praise because he is calling you to walk in great places. He's bringing you out of situations. He's calling wisdom to come forth on the inside, and he's bringing about an understanding that you did not have before. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
We thank you this morning for sending the angels of the Lord to move on our behalf this morning. To this morning against the works of Satan against the lies and the distractions of Satan this morning. And we thank you, Lord, that you're clearing up our minds. You're giving us a clear understanding this morning. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you because you are enlightening our hearts this morning. (laughs) That you're taking away, oh God, the stony hearts. Hallelujah. And you're making hearts of flesh this morning. You make hearts of flesh this morning. <laughs> so we say thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for taking away the stone and it's away from our hearts and the carelessness of our hearts. We thank you this morning. We thank you for confidence in our skills of discernment this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning, oh God. For your word, oh God, that is lifting us up this morning above the circumstances, oh God. We thank you this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, that we're walking with clarity this morning. Thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning, God, because you're opening up our hearts, oh God, to receive that infected word, oh God, to save us, to heal us, to deliver us, oh God. We thank you today. We thank you for that cleansing of your word this morning. God, you're cleansing us this morning. You're cleansing our hearts. You're cleansing our minds. You're cleansing our spirits this morning. And God, we say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word that cleanses us, oh God, and purifies us this morning. God, we give you glory this morning. We give you glory this morning. And we say thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your anointed vessel this morning, that you have surely sent your word this morning. And you said that word, hallelujah, shall not fall to the ground, hallelujah. But your word is accomplishing right now what you have sent it out to do, hallelujah. And we feel the power of that word working on us on the inside, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Father, we honor you that you will look down upon us this morning and speak such words of wisdom and love and passion and mercy and truth. Hallelujah. We say thank you. We thank you for the woman of God that humbled herself down and sought you, oh God, and allowed you to just use her in any way you want to. So we thank you this morning. We pray, God, that you will strengthen her, oh God. Lord, that you will refill her, renew her, oh God, build her up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, even as that word has even come forth and begin to build us up and cleanse us, oh God, we thank you that that same word will heal us, oh God, from every sickness, every disease, and every infirmity. We thank you this morning. Because your word is so powerful for us this morning. And we receive healing of our mind, our souls, and our spirits, our joints, and our morals, and our nerves, and our sinews, and our blood cells. We just love that cleansing power word of the Holy Ghost <laughs> to come in. Hallelujah. And bring life to everything that has been dead, everything that has been sick, that it will cause life. To spring yes. forth because of your word, because of your promise, oh God, that we will see signs, wonders, miracles, oh God. We believe in you and we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you for leaders that seek you, Lord. We thank you for leaders, oh God, that will stand up and not be not compromise. We pray, God, your divine mercy and protection over them this day. Father, that you would guide them, keep them, Lord, encourage them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Build them up on every lean side this morning, oh God. Make a way out of a no way. Supply every need according to your riches and glory this morning. Let them walk into continuously in divine 
favor, not only of you, but of man. Everything that they have need of, God, we know that it is in your hand. Hallelujah, because you said all the gold and silver belongs to you. The earth is yours, and everything there is that's upon this earth belongs to you. Father, you know what they have need of this morning, and we declare and decree that every need, Every need is met this morning according to your divine favor, mercy, and truth. Bless every member that's on this phone, every personal God that is here this morning. Lord, let them feel that anointing power. Let that power of that word work out all day, oh God. Let the word be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path this morning. Yeah. Because truly, you have spoken a word this morning to us to encourage us up. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you this morning for every member, oh, God, for every situation being delivered, oh, God, for every situation being handled by your spirit this morning. We say thank you. So, Father, as we go away from you, as we go away from this line this morning, Lord, let us bask in your presence, oh, God. Let us be mindful, oh, God, of what you're saying to us today. Give us ears to hear, oh, God, and not only to hear, but let it saturate our spirits that we can walk out those things that we have heard. We thank you today, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. We thank you for meeting our needs. Bless your people everywhere. Heal those sick, raise the dead. Lord, raise those up, oh, God, who are bound by chains, oh, God, those that are in prison. We speak life. God, send a reviver in the land, oh, God. Even as you revive us, oh, God, help us to take, oh, God, this word, oh, God, in the name of Jesus and begin to speak a word into people's lives that they come alive, oh, God, unto you. In the name of Jesus, raise your people up, oh, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, we're going to give you glory, and we're going to give you honor this morning. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Most of all, enjoy Jesus. Amen. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.